0: All right, all right, all right, this is Next Legacy Radio. I am Brandy here with a beautiful guest. As you get ready to get to know her and she gets to know the audience, um, I feel like this young lady is going to make a footnote in the entertainment business um, the way she sees it. And I'm going to welcome Sheila Hayes as my guest on Next Legacy Radio. What's going on, sweetheart?:
1: Hi, how are you this morning?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So, as I get to know you and as the listeners who will be getting to know you, I want people to know exactly what inspires you as far as what you do and how you do it. So, let the world know a little bit more about Sheila.
1: Okay. I was born and raised in Washington, D.C., and I'm a creative artist. I've been like that since what? Since kindergarten. My first play in. The Kennedy and singing the Nutcracker Suite. My mom took me to and running around DC, going to all these free classes at the time and just been doing my thing and writing and acting and getting free classes and I just love the artistic side of my personality because I'm always creating and doing things. So that that's what I do. So I plan on uh coming out to the West Coast and getting my feet wet out there and trying to shake up the industry with some positive uh, attitude as far as my acting is concerned. Hey, man,
0: positive attitude is always a good thing. So what was it about just being in the business that kind of motivated you? Like, was there a a play or specific thing that you had to do that made you realize, like, yo, this is what I want. This is what I need. Like what, what was that one moment where you felt that?
1: When I was in a class in Northeast DC, it was uh, Logan elementary school. And there was an introduction of the arts as far as the acting, the dancing, the the musical that they put on. And it just slapped me in my face. And I was like, this is what I want to do. And besides going to church, being in the youth choir and singing and, having to go to rehearsals on Saturdays and it's just the creativeness uh, of, of the mind and always being in somewhere else as opposed to being reality, even though I know reality is real. But when you have a artistic disposition within you, it's like you always want to create. You're always this and I'm always being an introvert, but yet my mind is somewhere else creating. That's what hit me when I saw the introductory of everything on the stage, I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to do that. So that's when it hit me. And plus, I was singing in church since I was knee-high, so, yeah. All
0: right, all right. Hey, you know what? And and to me, it's always cool to spotlight certain moments of inspiration or certain moments that made you like, you know what, this is the point in time in my life where things started to shift. And it's not just going out there working a the nine to five. There is other yeah. things in life that can motivate you to wanting to do more. And some people be, eh, some people could be afraid of it, I guess you could say, in some cases, and some people can ignore it, I guess, in some cases. And um, it, the many ups and downs that come with any business, really, because it's a revolving yeah. door in some cases, too. What 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 keeps you motivated? Like, what keeps you believing? Like you said, um, just a little while ago, just creating a, a positive culture in right. the business is definitely warranted and needed, but what, what keeps you motivated, though?
1: You know, it's 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 a part of my DNA. That's what it is. It's so natural, and it's a God-given talent. And, if you, you know, I, I saw a play by uh, Tyler Perry, and he said, it was those that have and the have-nots, he said that if you wake up every morning, and you're thinking of something that you really want to do, that's your destiny. That's what you want to do in life. So it's always been, I want to act. I want to sing. I want to be in front of people. And every single day, that's how I was. And, you know, then life comes along, and then the reality of life, and you have that dedication to family first and foremost, and then you have the, well, I still want to create. It's just a part of your DNA, and then you capitalize on it by studying your craft, by learning other mm. things that go along with that.
0: Mm. So Sheila Hayes is my guest on Next Legacy Radio, and I think that uh, just the the passion that you and and others should have, as far as wanting to study that craft, like you talk about yeah. the people that you know, like yourself, who who is who's willing to not just take risks, but you know, network and be comfortable in your own skin with what it is that you want to do is important for growth and evolution. It's
1: right. it's hard
0: to stay stagnant, right? Like it's it's to me, I don't know. I just can't be in the same um, right. place, being content with just moving that way. There has to be more to okay. unlock who you yes. really are, right?
1: Yes. Yes, and just to have fun at what you do. That's the most important thing. Whatever you decide to do, uh, you know, be blessed about it and just have fun and have an impact on a positive impact on other people's lives because you just never know what that individual is going through. Mm -hmm. So it's just the point of passing the word of of positivity. You know, it's so easy to be negative in all that you do. That's the easy part. But when it's hard stay focused, have fun, continue on, because eventually it's going to be God's will anyway in whatever you do. So you just move forward, have fun. The doors close, another one open. If you wait, open it up again later on. It's it's just about having fun.
0: Indeed. Indeed. You mentioned something about plays, just being able to um, act and sing through the, you know, the, the musicals, I guess you could say, in a sense, in a lot of ways, just you know kind of putting or combining the two together um in in most cases um do you have a do you have more of a a, a passion for like those musicals those Broadway musicals or film or what what what's one of the things that intrigues you the most out of um either or or both
1: more so it's the acting because okay. then you you know you digest the character You learn the the, uh, director's uh, desire of what that character is, what he's trying to bring out. So in in essence, you're bringing the director's or the producer's character alive to the focal point of, oh, this is what I see. This is the character. And then you learn 99.9% of that character. You are that character. That's what I love about it. I mean, acting is like, there's so many elements to acting. Especially with method acting. There's so many elements of it and you're in a different world. Every day you go to work, you're in a different world. That's right. what I love about it. That's a, that's exactly you, what I love uh, about it.
0: Do you consider like not just method acting or, you know, the Broadway um, musicals and plays and things like that? Do you do you feel sometimes it's uh not just getting into character, do you feel like sometimes you know what? It's the producers laid it out, the script writers, they've done what they can. Now it's time for me to add another layer to what they have written yes. in terms of a character.
1: Yes, because now they want to see, okay, what are you going to bring to this character that I might be missing? And that's when you bring a little bit of yourself, a little bit, the, the, really the deep down emotional part of that character. Does that character have a tick to it? Was there a problem in that family with this character? They also want to see, what are you going to bring? And that's the surprise of Element right there. Mm-hmm. And, oh, oh, that's it. That's her. That's him. That's so-and-so. They want you to bring their character to life. That's what I love about it.
0: It's always fun to be able to see people dive deep into uh, their their passion for their character and I always yes. hear, you know, other actors, actresses, they talk about it in third person, like, you know what, this this character took this journey and, you know, they did this, this and this. And it's cool to compartmentalize like just the the roles that you play because it kinda of separates like, you know, it's kinda of like having a <laughs> Well, that might sound a little yes. weird, like a different personality, I guess. It times, is. Right? Because yes. you, you are literally tapping into somebody that, you know, yeah, you're bringing an element of yourself, but also you're just creating a role, uh, a life for that person. It's, it's kind of like giving – it's weird, but it's like giving life to somebody too at the same it, time, right?
1: Exactly, exactly. Because you are now that character, and it's real to the artist. The The tears, the laughter – the hurt, the pain that they uh, uh, displayed through the character, it's real to them. This is the reason mm-hmm. why we speak in a third-party sense because you are that person and you have to make the audience believe that you are that person. So it's all about the belief factor. You have to look natural at it. It's just, yep. it's just who you are. And that's when you yep. draw the audience into that character. Because that's who you are.
0: Indeed. Sheila Hayes is my guest on Next Legacy Radio and what, what have been some of your uh thus far, what have been some of your your, your moments as far as um, taking a specific character? And then what are what are some of the roles and or potential roles that you would like to see yourself be in?
1: You know, I, I have no limitation as far as roles are concerned. Um but when I get deep down emotionally uh, with, the, with the character uh, and the tears come and, you know, blowing your nose and, you know, that is such, that takes a lot out of you. It takes a lot mm-hmm. because you're going somewhere really deep in your personal life. <clears throat> and it takes a lot out of you. So those are my moments. When I, you know, when I really have the belief, first of all, you have to believe in the character. That's the first yep. and foremost. And it draws a lot out of you. It, it really does. And then that's what makes the character so believable. And then other, you making other people cry or other people laugh because they're feeling what you feel. Those are my important moments as far as acting is concerned. When you draw them in, right. and they say, "Oh my God, that was so good." That you know, it, it's even sometimes I I, the, I might have to have a potty mouth. Yeah, that's not mm-hmm. me, but that's the character. Oh my God, that was so real. That was I said, "Hey, but that's not me. That was that person." Mm-hmm. And sometimes people can't decipher between the two until you do an interview, or, and then you hear them talk, and they like, say, "Oh my gosh, you don't sound like that at all." Well, that was that character. that was that character that's not me I I was raised in church Lord thank you but this is what the producer director wanted and I gave it to him and then sometimes I love doing the research of that character you have to research and really digest the characters that you're portraying so the the acting I really love the acting as far as theater is concerned you know there's no uh, retakes on theater it's live so Sometimes there's a lot of uh, improvisation going on because you might mm-hmm. miss your line and you gotta come back around. Oh my god, oh my god, where I'm at. So I love the, the spontaneousness of being on a in theater and girl you gotta get it. Come back around. They messed up. So then you go right. improv. So I just love the the acting, the drama, the things you have to do, the rehearsals, oh my gosh. Rehearsal, rehearsal, rehearsal. Study your craft. That's the best advice I can give anybody who's trying to get into any industry. Study your craft so you can be professional at it.
0: Amen to that. Sheila Hayes, my guest on Next Legacy Radio, and take a screenshot of the industries as you see today. Compared to how it was, you know, you can go back maybe a couple generations, I guess you could say, or whatnot. Just the evolution of it, obviously, there's more channels than there's ever been before. There's more, um, There's more. I guess you could even say opportunity in some cases it than is. there ever was before. Um, things obviously are different compared to the yes. last couple generations. Um, how do you see it today? And not only that, is it great for the opportunities or is more too much in a sense?
1: The difference now, what I believe is that subjects are more uh, liberal now. Uh, Because back then, there's certain subjects that you wouldn't touch. Now, just like you have the mental illness going on, and that's more prevalent in the industry. People realize this, Mm -hmm. even uh, as far as athletes is concerned. It's the mental illness. It's your... uh, your preference of your sexuality that's going on, that's more open-minded now. Things to me now in all subjects are more acceptable because we have grown as far as our mentality is concerned. Back then everything was hush-hush, shut down, don't talk about it. But now everything is just liberated, like, oh, but this is happening. Mm But this actor is this, or this athlete is this, that they have a mental problem. That is so prevalent in the industry today and people are talking about it and it's okay to create a movie or a short film about it that's the part that i love and it's more of realness as as far as uh the industry is is concerned that's what i love yeah. about it and is it easier back then than now i think it's it's easier now because you got a lot of people who are more open minded and to me, even when you go on an audition, it's like, okay, does the physical attribute match the character? Or oh, They can right. act. They can act. That's good. But is that how I see this person or that person? So to me, I love it because it's more open-minded. It's more accepting. Um, it's easy to talk to, and especially with social media, you know, you can go directly to anybody and say, hey, this is my material. What do you think? They either respond mm-hmm. or they don't respond. Right. So. Right. It's, 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 I think it. think it's just much better.
0: I look at it as uh, a blessing and a curse. Um, I'll you know I look as far as consumption. Um, sometimes it's good, you know I'm not I'm saying that even with music, you can tie music in to you yes. know uh, acting or whatnot. Uh, sometimes too much is too much. Sometimes if you consume it, you consume too much. You become you know, literally that in a sense instead of uh, having an opportunity to look elsewhere at other different facets of how music should be or acting should be or whatnot. And sometimes a lot of consumption can consume you to a point where uh, you don't know what's coming or going in a sense. Um, I do feel like opportunity is rampant. It's available. And one click, you know, you can be able to put – your whole resume out there to the world, and I think that's great. Um, I also think that people need to pay attention to that a lot more clearly than before or than it's ever been because I feel like people, even though it's there, people tend to gloss over it and not look at it for what it is instead of trying to look for it. It's like the mainstream. Like There's so many great artists who's not signed to a, 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 a major record label, right? And it's just like a lot of actors and actresses, are not signed to a major film deal that sometimes some people miss the the next person, the next Sheila Hayes or the mm-hmm. next this, this, and this. So it takes an effort, I feel like, even more just to be noticed. And, you know, again, that could be good. <laughs> no, no, you're,
1: good, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. You, and and why are you out there on the ground? Like you said, the, the next Sheila Hayes, because Lord knows I have – a ton of talent, even even when I wrote my book, uh, Someone Like Me. It took me 10 years, but I was still in the creative form. But, you know, uh, Charles, West, the main thing, my main focus is when you're out there being creative and being artistic, you have to be true to yourself, the inner yeah. being, the inner self. Don't compromise your integrity. Be true to who and what you are, what you stand for, what you represent. If the door opens, fine. If it don't, I'll keep on going and enjoy life while I'm on this journey. Yeah, That's the main thing. Be be true to who and what you are. You know, your name is your name.
0: Exactly. And that's the only way you're going to go and grow being who you are and being comfortable who you are because some people are conforming. They're just, they're just yes. out there because somebody wants them to look this way and act this way and be this way and this, this, and this. And you're not, you're not giving yourself the uh, opportunity to allow yourself to be free with who you mm-hmm. are and where you want to go. And it's important. Sheila Hayes right. is my guest on Next Legacy Radio, and I, I know I was going to talk about it. You mentioned it. You mentioned your book. Tell uh, people yes. out there you're an actor. Listen, you're an actress. You're a singer. You're an author um you got 50 other jobs i'm sure but let's 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 dive into your your book tell the people it took you 10 years so tell the people how, why and tell people about the book
1: okay why let's do the why it took me 10 years to write this book that i had no idea that i was going to write it was more therapeutic uh when i was in law enforcement and going through some things at my job uh life took on it was very, therapeutic, and it just happened to take 10 years because things happen in life. I never got, uh, what is it, the, the the writer's block. It was just a life mm-hmm. situation and dealing with kids and your job and this and that. And what it's about is about uh, a young lady back in the 1950s, 60s. She was in Mulata, and graduating from high school, she wants to go to D.C. and go to an HBCU school, Harvard University, but her parents wasn't having it. They did not support her. So what did she do? She ran away and hitchhiked up to D.C. and no nothing. She just said, I'm just going to go. That's how determined this young lady was. But she did not know that she did not fit in the black community. She did not fit in the white community because of her skin color, the texture of her hair. Howard didn't accept her because she didn't have no credentials, no finance, the criteria, anything. So she got swallowed up in the street life of D.C., the underground. And that's it. All hell broke loose. And it's a very interesting book because it's a lot of things uh, that black folks, African Americans, and it's you know it's a lot of stuff of history. History is in that right. book because you know black people are not all from Africa. We have so many different races mixed up into us because of slavery. Amen. So she is she just keeping it real throughout the book. Even nursery rhymes are in there. The KKK is in there uh people getting lynching i it, it is in there. It's a lot of things that we as colored people went through back then that was hush hush, even incest in the family. So it's mm-hmm. a very interesting book and but you know what, it's a cycle. It's a cycle until she tried to break it but it, it comes back around again. So it's very interesting, especially D C back in that time. Oh my goodness. Right. Right. And I wrote the book. And I, when, I, when I go to book clubs and do interviews, I'm talking like I, I, I didn't even write the book. The characters <laughs> just came to me because I'm getting excited and I'm so into it. I think, oh, my gosh, remember this, that, and the other? Or the grandmother on the front porch, you know, fixing the green beans, cutting them in half, and they talking about church and then the pastors having sex in the bathroom with one of the uh, 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 congregation girls, 16 years old. He was a pedophile no one even knew. So it's a mm. lot of stuff that's going on in this book. You can't put it down. But the synopsis wow. is, is on the back of the book. Even if you go to my website, you can uh, you can see the synopsis, and I have a trailer also, because they probably think this girl is white, but she's not white. She's black. Mm. She's actually black. So it's very interesting, very interesting. So uh, mm. where is it? Uh, cottontopbooks.com. That's where you can check the trailer out and um, the synopsis. And it's just very interesting. Even Harvard University back then was very interesting. Very, very interesting. Yes. And we're talking about D.C. I mean, it's a lot of drugs that went on back then, but it it was hidden. Of course, it was hidden. Yeah. So I brought all of that to life.
0: Wow, and you know what? That's a good that's a good look for people to go to the website, not just to go get it, but experience that journey in itself. And there, yeah. there, there's obviously you know a lot to of hard work, and it took you ten years to be able to put it all together and get it out there to the world. Life is a journey, and it, the yes, experience it of just going through it is a journey. And what would you say to the people out there that that's held on to? a gem like you have for a long time, just to work through getting it out. Like what are some of the positives and what are some of the motivational things you could say to people to, to, you know, get their stuff out at the end of the day?
1: Never give up. Never, ever give up your dream. As long as you got God's breath in you, never give up your dream, study your craft and believe within yourself first and foremost. You believe. Whatever you create, whatever you do, do it for you. And if it makes other people happy in the process, then fine. But make sure it makes the inner you happy and never give up. I still hold on <clears> to <throat> my dreams. And I still have a plan to even coming out to L.A., uh, California, wherever it is, wherever this road is going to take me to, I'm going to take it, Charles. I'm going to digest it, and I'm just a girl out there having fun. That's what I'm
0: going to do. And holding holding on to the mission of, and I feel like not just you taking this journey, Sheila, to explore and have fun while doing it. It's something that I feel like everybody should be inspired to want to do. Like there's something more about Sheila Hayes that needs to be expanded. So you're taking this journey because you feel like you still have more to do. You're still put on this earth to do certain things yes. and give this talent back to the people because think about it. You have a gift. You have a talent. not And everybody else has it in some way, shape, or form, right? So right. there's a gift that you are giving people. You're not handcuffing it and putting it yourself. You are no. literally giving it back to the people. And you're trying to find the avenues in order for you to do it so you can maximize exactly right. what it is that you are trying to do Um, for literally the people, not just for yourself. A lot of people think, Sheila, that, you know what, I'm an actor, I'm an actress, I'm a musician, uh, I'm an author, and I'm just just doing it for self-worth or gratification or fame or whatever it is. Now, some people do, but the bigger picture is if you're really humbled about the journey of who you are and what you want to be, then this gift that you're giving or that you're giving to people, you're not you're not doing it for selfish gain. You're giving no. your gifts because you have a bigger picture of what you want to be and you're inspiring other people and you're giving that back, right?
1: Right. And it's also, you know, the gift is you're helping people. You don't know what people are going through. And, and mm-hmm. in this journey of meeting people, uh, meeting new faces, you're helping them. Because they might have something on their mind, they might need something that you know to be a witness to, and helping them. you're helping them now, I retired uh uh as a correctional officer, so I you know it's the point of I have the safety factor in me what to look for, what not to look for, and it's just mm-hmm. the point of helping people on the law enforcement side, the professional side of me, going through academies, helping people that are in crisis, and then you have the creative side of me, so I think. God gave me the best of both worlds. Now, Mm. you know, it's like I'm a kaleidoscope and I'm going to go out there and I can relate to any crowd. And regardless of what I'm doing, even with auditions, I'm still having that police officer mode of I'm looking on my back, but I'm still being creative. Somebody might be going through something. Let me me witness to them what I've been through. It's still about Mm. helping people. That's how I see It's still about helping people. That's why we were put here, to help each other. That's it. Yeah?
0: That's it. That's it. But you know what? We also, let's just, you know, also keep it real. We live in a society where there's a lot of selfishness, a lot of individual agendas that is not pushed forth out there that people are not realizing that. And I, and I feel like this, Sheila, and I'm not going to try to get too, too deep, but I just really and truly feel like this. While you and I, and I'm sure there's a lot of other people who believe in, you know, people helping people and it takes a village and, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're not on here to just be individuals and, you know, look right. at me, look at me. It's not about that.
1: Right. Some people right.
0: tend to forget that you need people to help people in order for you to grow and not just be a better person to help them be a better person as well. Yes. And people forget that because there's yes. a lot of selfishness out there in the world.
1: Well, that that's true, but you know, you take an individual at at a time, and when you and mm-hmm. it's okay if that's who they are and what they represent. It's okay as long as it don't it doesn't affect your mental psyche. It's okay, right. but as as long as it doesn't affect your personality, your belief factors, your creativity. If it doesn't affect that, if it does, then it's best for you to move on. This is a big world out here. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stay with that one negative uh, entity that's going on. Pray and move on. That's yep. it. If they can't yep. uplift you, if they can't enhance you, that's even with relationships. Don't go down. They got to come up. So that's the best thing. Just, just move on. Because in the industry, it's, it's a lot of selfishness out here or ulterior motives. But you yep. have to uh, respond accordingly to your belief factors. If you won't compromise, don't compromise. Move on. And that, that's where I'm at right now. So, you know, I just look at people. You know, I don't look at the physical. I, I, I'm looking at the, the spirit, the inner being. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to look at. You'll know when it's time to move on. Hey,
0: amen feeling. to that. I feel I feel like a person's energy is is something, especially when they talk about something they really and truly are passionate about or they really and truly love, if it's about something they want to accomplish, even if it's about a person, significant other, friend, family, somebody who is motivating them to be better, um, and you get get something out of it at the end of the day, like not just a lesson learned, but something on a motivational factor as far as, you know what, this was pretty inspiring, and yes. I I love that. That is that is the best thing or the best gift you can give somebody is having somebody at least having an opportunity to think about, you know, leveling up, trying to be yes. better, a better person or even more. Like, even though you're confident and you know, Sheila, at the end of the day, look, I did this. I'm confident. I'm proud of myself. Right. But I also want other people to know the journey and be proud of that journey and be motivated to right. level up themselves. You know what I'm saying? It's it's that it's that important to to put out there.
1: And you know, going through this journey, I have had in, in this area, in the DMV area, I have had the negativity. I've had uh family members, friends who would talk negative. Even when I uh, went went away to college uh uh you know, in my early uh Stage of life, and I'm going on the, the uh, you know, just just looking at the buildings and this, that, and the other. The classes. Mm-hmm. When someone talks negative, they're always negative. You don't need to be around them because they're okay. not helping you. They want you just they want you to stay down with them because when you're trying to do something positive, Charles, and then you got this negative negativity coming towards you. You have to turn around and acknowledge the negativism that's in people's. Like, hey, you know, I don't need you because you're bringing me down, and I'm trying to rise up. Exactly. God has given me an opportunity to X, Y, Z to help people, but you want me to stay down here in this area. No, I don't want to do that. You have a choice. You have a choice in a good bad relationship, a good bad career. Or just sitting at home enjoying life or going out there and doing something that you just don't want to do? You have a choice. That's the first thing God gave us in the beginning of time is you have a choice to do drugs or not do drugs. To be who you are or not be who you are. Have a choice. Make the right one and believe. Believe in yourself and move forward, never backwards. Move forward. Move forward. And that's Amen where I'm at. To that. Yeah, you Amen
0: have to to that. Sheila Hayes. Sheila Hayes is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. And um as we close, I wanna I wanna not just, you know, take things into perspective and not just appreciate where you're at right now and where you're going, but also um uh, give you an opportunity to just tell everybody where to go. I know you mentioned the website before about the book, but just everywhere you're at, LinkedIn, anything else that you wanna put out for the people. Um, and and just kind of spread the love out there. Anybody that's listening to Sheila Hayes now, not just for booking purposes or whatnot, just, you know, energy, good energy creates more good energy. So if you want to just bring that kind of energy there, just, you know, direct some traffic. Tell people where where, where to find you.
1: The best location to go, because I'm just now getting out there, I really don't have a a social media. Right now is all my information is at uh, Cotton Top Books com, where uh, my book is Someone Like Me. I have, uh, you know, my email address, my phone number is there. Only positive people respond, please. Um, yeah, but, yeah, deep, deep, right, deep, right deep, now. <laughs> That's deep, where deep, I'm deep. at right now. So, uh, you know, I, I, it's just like I'm getting back into to the industry. You know, my time is being freed up. So that's the best location right now, cottontopbooks.com, and I would definitely respond back to you within 24 to 48 hours. So and I appreciate the opportunity, Charles.
0: Hey, hey, there's there's more to be done, and I feel like it's always a, a blessing when you do have good energy and you surround yourself by that and you cross paths and you meet certain people, um, mm-hmm. be it at the same person or not. Just put that energy into action and just turn that into something where it's capable of growth and learning and building and all the things that come positive with it. And uh, you mentioned social media and the lack thereof, and that's okay, too, because there's a lot of people who's out there. I I just posted something up or whatever when it comes to a certain celebrity who decides that. I don't want this. I don't want social media. You know what? You go out into the real world and you have real experiences. And if somebody mentions me or a name, then I can look at somebody else's stuff, but it's not who she at this point in time, she wanted to be. And I can Mm -hmm. respect that. I mean, there's so Mm -hmm. many people out there who do not have that, do not need it, do not have a desire for that because it consumes them too much. Right. So, and I get it. it. It could literally drive you to an obsession that you don't want to have when it's really blocking a lot of opportunity that you probably should make or take with real people.
1: That is so true. So let's say uh if they don't go there, you know, my email is Miss Dainty sixty six at hotmail dot com. M S D A I N T Y six six at hotmail dot com. And you know You made me feel good right there, Charles, because I just never bothered with it. I really don't have a desire, and you know what? And it's okay.
0: And that's okay. And you know what, Sheila? They can go to your LinkedIn too, and I'll make sure that when you know when we when we get this out to the world, they know where to find you. Create traffic that way. That's how I found you. So you know, yeah, that's
1: true. That's true.
0: It works.
1: Yes, it it does. and I, I thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to um, even express myself. That You know, this is a good vibe, a good feeling. Oh, and I do have a new radio station now that I listen to. I
0: appreciate <laughs> so it. I, I, appreciate. I
1: do. I support you, and I love it because the music is so diversified. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's music. It's music. Yeah. That's what I love. I was like, oh, you see, you, you just never know. You never know. You know what so. that makes
0: me that makes me happy because it is diverse, um, yes. and we do have you know something for everyone on different days and occasions. But deeper than that, it's 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 something that you're not. It's not run of the mill where you're going to listen to the same song every five oh my god five yes. seconds. Or whatever. Thing. Um, you know we we do bring a certain element of 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 originality when it comes to how we run our station, but um, for people like yourself just you know just pour in and just give honest feedback and soak it in that means a lot
1: it means the mm-hmm. world to me
0: and then having moments like this where we can be able to kind of share uh the wealth of knowledge and networking yes. and doing what we can in order for us to uh continue this cycle of building and inspiring yes. is important as well yes, so yes not only do not only do I appreciate you for not just coming on the next legacy and you know, making it a family affair. You got to make sure you come back too, not just um, oh, you know really? what? Not even not. I got to throw this out there. I got to ask because I'm pretty sure a lot of other people are talking about when it comes to books. Will there be a sequel to the book that you? It took you a while to get out. Will that come?
1: I, you know, that well, is I the don't question, know.
0: Sheila. <laughs> yeah. and, and I
1: left, I left it open at the end, so it's a possibility. Okay, but you know, I, I don't know. It's whatever the Lord tells me to do because he inspired the book. He just used me as a vessel to get this book out. So I don't know. We have to wait and see.
0: You got to stay tuned. You got to hit, you got to hit my girl, Sheila up on, on, on LinkedIn. So, you know, you can catch any updates or whatnot too. So you got to do that. You got to do that.
1: Yeah. Oh, and on LinkedIn, I do have a, uh, excerpts of the DC movie that I was in back way back in the day, and actually uh, Taraji uh, P Henson, she was also in this movie back in the day. So, and that's why I have a potty mouth. So just to get the, a feel Nobody. of <laughs> the character, yeah, yeah, it, it, I have like maybe three or four excerpts of this movie, a particular movie that I was in back then. So just to give you a little something, but God it, it, that's not me. That was a character named Alex.
0: <laughs> I don't touch like
1: that. My mama didn't raise love me it. like that. <laughs> I love so thank it. you for I the opportunity, it. Charles. I you will know, be I back. I appreciate you.
0: I appreciate you. Definitely make sure let's just continue to keep networking and growing, staying in touch and evolving and being better uh, you know, being better tomorrow than we are today and yes. keep, keep growing. Keep growing. Amen. That's, that's Amen. A that's
1: the mission.